Oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I try to talk about boxing, this white man got to pull USC out his ass. He's bad as Kane. He's bad as DC. He's bad what? He's bad as Fedor. He's bad as that you boy. Who's that? What? Likes to take the picograms of his butthole. Uh, John Jones. He's bad as him, too. He's bad as all those motherfuckers. go another schizo radio uh schizo.jitsu on instagram and twitter and what's your call coach jay uh we're, we're gonna give him the uh presidential wellness group um instagram so it's all lowercase presidential underscore wellness underscore group That's w- what's promotion on there oh uh, <laughs> good flowers that's it. Good trees. The best tree in Redlands and being a little modest right now. <laughs> I'll take <You> know, it. <laughs> I'll take it. We'll take that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so undeniably it's good the best right now and We're only getting better. That's right. You know. Learning process. Discipline, right? Yeah, and exactly. That's all it's about. That's in everything though. That's in life. Yeah. Shit. Everything in life takes discipline when you don't have the motivation to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So this is like the aftermath of UFC 268 finally coming down from that crazy fight. I mean, that whole main card was ridiculous. Yeah. From top to bottom. I mean, not as many finishes as we expected, you know, like I thought it would be all finishes like but Chandler and. Gagey, I thought for sure, was not going three rounds. The way they were brawling. Yeah, it's just even before the fight when they made that, you know, that's not going the distance. Same thing, Kobe Usman, Rose, Whaley. I mean, just all these fights were insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Definitely a good card. Yeah, I think about Chandler and Gagey start popping the, the card off with just like a fight of the year candidate right there. I know, man. They put that in the wrong position. That should have been up. That should have been co-main or something. Yeah, you think so? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's right there. But I kind of see like maybe below Whaley and them, right before them. Yeah, but it was because Trevor Whitman. Yeah, that was the whole excuse having three um, back to back to back fighters going at it. Hey, it is what it is. That's what you signed up for. Exactly. (laughs) Go hard. Go homeless. Yeah, it's true, man. But I, I don't know. I think the UFC got a lot more success, and I guess the numbers will show as far as pay per view buys and everything. Like having that, like just kickstart the car, just a fucking banger right off the start. Nah, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, you know, that's that, definitely smart. That more people, like even the crowd was packed. A lot of times, people are still trying to find their seats or doing whatever, trickling in and shit. Yeah, yeah, trickling in as a car goes, and like immediately they were, everybody was there and. No one was missing that one, you know. Yeah. I know, it's that me shit. I know, damn. I thought <laughs> you had to miss that. Oh my god. I've seen it on the back end though. We were good. 
Yeah, yeah. We rewatched it. It was. I mean, I I seen it what a couple times now, three times. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, watched it that one time. It was good though. Man, it was a good one. I mean, it was back and forth. I mean, Chandler just brought it like he always does, and Gagey takes it and keeps coming like he always does. Yeah, and, and just gave a little more, you know, damage wise. It's definitely a good fight. Yeah, I watched that one again. I don't know if they could have went five rounds. I'm not sure Chandler could have. I don't think he would have made it more damage because he was getting pretty much messed up right there. But. Especially with his with his tactic of just trying to hit me. Yeah, seriously, man. He lost some brain cells and years <laughs> right there. I mean, yeah. You know, uh, he could have been a little more just tactical, I think, and just landed those bombs here and there. But you yeah, know, I think after Gagey ate his best shots, it kind of it's still even with that. Like, damn. Yeah, he was just trying to hit him again like that, but like Gagey's just everything's better with him. His footwork, I mean, he's just under Trevor Whitman. He's just a different fighter. Obviously, yeah. You know, we've seen that. Yeah, a little more composed, a little more measured, and not just you know going out there and rock him, sock him. Like, like really, what Chandler was trying to do is bring war. Like, let's just duke it out. Yeah, and you know, and he was landing some bombs too. I mean, so I always say, man, it's you know, with this stuff, it's more like chess. You know, yeah, you got to play chess, bro. Especially at that level, you know, like you got to that level for a reason, like. They both right. made their name just being how they fight, but but to get to this upper level, it's just a little that little detail, you know. So yeah, I don't think Chandler even loses much losing that fight though, just because he put on a show and gained a lot of respect from a lot of people. Like, damn, this guy is for real, and he did what he said he did. You know, like just he don't even lose much. Like he won't go down that far in the rankings. I don't think. I hear you. Uh, they're already talking about him and uh, and Connor. Yeah, I've seen that back. too today. They were saying Connor wants it or something. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But I, I guess my thing is you should try to go for the belt. You know, that should be your, your goal in this. And my own fucking belt. You know, Connor. instead of just trying to just set up fights just to, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. You do what you want, but, you know. I think the ultimate goal should be to, to be champ in anything, in any sport. Just to be the best, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's what I think. That's how I see it, too, but. Yeah, know. some people. You know, some people are different, though. Yeah, there's different motivations. They want the money. Like, same thing with Poirier. He went and fought Connor again instead of going for that. That's what, what the reason Chandler even got that spot against Oliveira. Yeah. Because Poirier took the other fight. Yeah. So, I mean, he wanted the money from that, which, I mean, I can't hate on it, you know, obviously, but it's like, I don't know. Like, it is what is your goals, you know? You could say, like, oh, I'm the true champion or whatever, but you still got to step in there. Like, Oliveira, that's not good. That's no joke. Exactly. I mean, we've seen that one. What happened? Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rewatching the Frankie Edgar and and uh, uh Ch- choker tap. Ch- oh my Ch- God. Get in, Get over here, bro. <laughs> let them let the brakes. Uh, they can wait. I know. Right? <laughs> How many cars you got? You got any cars? Come down. We're live. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Chito Vera, man, super long. I mean, it's weird because Frankie's like, maybe this could have been his natural weight from the start because he came from 55, that's 35. But he still looks like a way smaller guy even than these guys almost. It's weird. Yeah. Like Vera's just longer and... Fighting kids, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the age is no... No. Yeah. It's like... It's a task in itself. Yeah, as many wars as Frankie's been in. A lot of Frank, it's just scary because a lot of knockouts lately, like this last few fights getting knocked out cold. And just hate to see it. He was always one of my guys back in the day. Yeah, for sure. This was boxing, his footwork, wrestling. He can mix it up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. On the ground, if he got this a ground pound situation, he wins this fight. But it's just, man, like Chito, he throws them too with a lot of power and everything. He's, and he's durable himself. See what's next for him. I don't. He's moving up after this fight for sure. But that meme though, that kick, that's that's just fucked up. Whoever got that picture, man, I wonder how. Hopefully, they got money off it at least. Of uh, yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. I mean, man, it doesn't even look like Frankie. It just looks like they had some good. They always come out with good shots like that though. After when somebody gets caught, like I seen good ones when um um. What's uh, what's to do with the with the thing, who's light heavyweight who's supposed to fight for the for the belt now? Oh, that Yuri. Yeah, Yuri. When, he, when he did that to uh, Rez, when he when he hit him with them spinning elbows and shit. Oh, to yeah. knock him out. Remember? Yeah, that had yeah. some good pictures, some good still shots of that too. Yeah, that's right. Did he turn he his nose fucked up sideways or something, or was that a different fight? I don't know. I just know he was fucked up. He got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like that, there's levels to striking for sure, man. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, there were some good ones. Yeah, that guy is next level. Just crazy looking, like ridiculous, like striking too. But he does get hit, man. I, like Yuri, like Yuri and Glover. I think that's going to be a lot closer fight than people are just thinking. Oh, Yuri's going to take it, but. If Glover could get on top of somebody like that and just beat their ass, like he yeah, could almost, he's he could, win. He could almost do that to anybody. Exactly. You know, I mean, because his wrestling's good, he's got good jiu-jitsu, and he hits hard, good boxing, and he's a veteran. You know, so I mean, yeah, and Yuri does get hit. You know, so he does a lot of unorthodox stuff and you know all that, but but he does get hit, and I think Glover could hit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, if he uh. <sighs> If he if he hit somehow he was hitting Reyes ass, it's gonna be quick. Cause he was woo. Yeah, yeah, he, he would have to take him out quick. If he wants to take out Glover, he's gotta like have some power and just just precise and just take it out quick as fuck. Don't even let him start getting off. Or getting on a roll, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kinda like Rumble did when he just landed that uppercut from hell, like straight from Thanos type fucking punch, yeah, for real. <laughs> and just like one punch knockout, man. That was, <laughs> I was thinking, oh yeah, I think Glover's got this fight. And I, before I can even finish the sentence, you know, he was already knocked out. I was like, oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit! I was thinking, oh, this is gonna be a good fight, a war, and all that, you know. And this, boop. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, as I was saying, uh, <laughs> damn, right. But Frankie, he's been in so many wars and just almost over, huh? Yeah, I think it's getting towards the end because 
Yeah, this is it. Back him up. I think it was pretty much an even fight if Frankie was not even up two rounds before this third. Yeah, he threw it a gang of times. That kick at him. Yeah, that was a straight up just Anderson Silva, Loyola Machida type karate kid kick, front kick. I'm surprised they don't throw more of those, honestly, but, you know, because like a snap kick or something. Boom, there it is. Oh, there it is. Man, so (laughs) precise with it, too. Like to catch that picture, though, man, how did you catch that picture? That shit was fast. That was fast. That's one of them. Yeah, you know, taking like a thousand exactly like those action shots and shit. Yeah, no shit. Throwing that kick out there, boom, and he just caught it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wish we were on video right now. I could post that picture (laughs) because I mean, that's just like a caricature, like got drawn at Disneyland or something with you know a fucking foot in your face or something like. Yeah, all toes, like Mad Magazine type shit or something. You know, like I don't know, just. That's insane. Boom. Like, oh, man. Feel bad for Frankie. I mean, like I said, just a couple brutal knockouts. Oh. Air wiggle. Man. Just everything. Rattled. Right from up to, like, just straight all jaws to his chin. Boom, man. Boom. No No follow up shots needed. He could have just turned and walked probably, but but Frankie's so tough. He's still he's down on his head, and then he's still on oh, nah, He's just on his knees on this one. But like, he's still fuck? like, hey, what happened? What, what happened? Why are you stopping it? What? I'm winning. You know, like, you don't. Man. Yeah, Chito, man. He had, he was, I don't know, he had the president talking about him. Like, just all these people talking about him. Because, you know, Ecuador is, I don't think it's that big. So. Nah, for sure it's not that big. Coming from there, He's man. probably a superstar. Yeah, he could blow up over there big time. Have a fight over there somewhere. Where, where's Ecuador by? Like, have just a fucking. Still drunk. Latin American type card or something, you know. Right. Guatemala or something or Ecuador. Yeah, I mean. Crazy. He didn't. He didn't take them off though. They, the gloves are still on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably still wants to fight. You know, now somebody's gonna have to step in and tell him, "Hey, bro." Yeah. Just a little too much. Too much damage. You accomplished what you needed to in the sport, champion. You know, just competed with the best your whole career, basically. I mean, nothing to hang your head on. Right. You don't want to be a stepping stone or a gatekeeper when you're like a pretty much a legend, you know, beat BJ Penn, what, three times? I mean, just those wars with, who was that, Gray Maynard? And then what was the other wars he was with? Um, oh, Benson Henderson. Those Benson. are some pretty good fights. And he was always a smaller guy against pretty much everybody. Yeah. Back then. Was anybody you could think of? Yeah, he pretty much fought everybody at lightweight, mm-hmm. and always that was his thing: his toughness getting getting dropped or something in the first round, and then coming back and taking over the fight. Right. Yeah. There, damn, he right there though. Yeah, ten wins in the in bantamweight for Chito. That's good, man. Yeah. I see him getting up there to the top. 
Shit, three more wins. Yeah, he'll be right there. It seems doable. Yeah. At 28 years old, fuck. And like I said, and long, he's got a lot of length for that division. You know what I mean? Because that's 35. I mean, I could see him, like, being a bad matchup for a lot of guys. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. Guard his grill, bro. Fuck, he threw that shit, like, eight times at him. Yeah, and that one was just the one that was perfect right on the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, the other fight, too, like, we're talking about was at Burgos, and it was a Quarantia or... Yeah, if I was whatever the fuck you said, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know, Quarantino. I don't even know. But yeah, that fight was a banger. Like that fight could have opened the card for sure, you know, as well, and got people more pumped. You know, like holy shit! And then the Chandler, I could see that too. Like a slow build to the main fights, right? But I don't know. Chandler was saying like in wrestling, he was a spark plug, like the first guy to go out there because he was like a hundred and three pounder, which is small as shit, you know. But uh, yeah, that's he would be the first guy out there in wrestling to go. Uh, Quarantillo, okay. Yeah, Shane Burgos looks like a homie I used to work with at UPS in Riverside. <laughs> I always tell him, like I seen him right after that Barbosa oh, fight. And I was fuck. like, I like, damn dog, you already at work? <laughs> like the next week, he looks like about ten motherfuckers that I know too. Yeah. Man, real shit. <laughs> yeah, my homie, yeah. That's Actually, his funny. name's Jay, too, dog. His name's oh, Jay. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a driver now. But he's built just like him, you know, kind of like tall, lanky, has that kind of hair, like hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that style, everything. <laughs> now he's, like, got that toughness to him, too, you know, just that pasta power type shit. <laughs> um, then Rose Wei Lee. Who did you think won that one? Because a lot of people thought Wei Lee won that fight, but... When I rewatched it, I thought it was the right decision, but it was close. Yeah, I think the last round determined it. Mm-hmm. She got that takedown. I think that solidified it for her. It was close until then. I thought it was two up, and then, yeah. and then that, that that fifth round, she Rose did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I kind of think uh, Wei Lee took the first two rounds, right? Like, because I remember you were even saying that was Wei Lee round the first round. No, for sure it was the first round. Yeah, cause yeah. I remember I was telling you Twitter was saying it too. Not to, not saying that they know everything, but nine times out of ten, the motherfuckers on there know what they're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah, they have even know for the MMA community. Right. But yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, I've seen that too. And then I've seen a lot of people, there's no way she won the fight. When I went back and looked, I do feel like there was a close round in there. Probably they could have went either way. That probably went Rose's way in the judges' minds. You know, but like the second round, it looked like Wei Lee rocked her. But I guess it, tr- it turned out that was a head kick, I mean a headbutt. But, I mean, either way, I thought she was doing good work in that round. Right. So, I mean, if anything, I guess Rose maybe took the last three. The last, sure. The last two when she started getting on top, her top game, and just controlling. Didn't really do a whole lot of damage, really. Just just control position and stuff like that. And I think that's what pretty much got the fight for her. I mean, me too. Yeah. Just, yep. She would have stayed on her feet if they had kept it. You know, if she'd have warded her out like she did Johanna, I think she would have won. She, yeah. just, she just couldn't stop her takedown yeah. in that last round anyway. Yeah, like the last two, I think Rose kind of went to that strategy, like yeah. the end of the fourth and then yeah, again in the fifth. Just, you know, I mean, 
smart tactics. I mean, you know, that's what you're better at. Yep. But chess again. Chess, you're right. Yeah, we always want to see them just bangers. We're just throwing them. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, you know, you got to retain that belt and win the fight. Shit, just like boxing when they're running around and, you know, fighting defensively. Yeah. You're like, why isn't he throwing no punches and shit? It's chess too, man. Yeah. I gotta win this fucking fight. I'm up on the scorecard. You know, my corner's been telling me I'm not gonna do the De La Hoya and run around shit like that, but <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be strategic about it though, for sure. One thing about De La Hoya though, man, like he would like 30 seconds hear that because in boxing, I think a lot of times they'd be like for 30 seconds and that fool would just like let off on a flurry or the last 10 seconds. He was known for that. Like, yeah. Might have just coasted for like the first minute and a half or two minutes, and then all of a sudden hear that. Oh, it's thirty seconds. Do, 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 throw, now let me fight. Yeah, throw a fucking twenty-five punch combo real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, went around. Yeah, just try to steal that round. You know, like if it was close, well, all right here, I just fucking just let off real quick. Right. You know, and it worked a lot. I mean, obviously the dude was one of the best too. You know, fought everybody. That was, that, that arrow was my favorite of, of boxing, just because everybody fought everybody. All these guys. Trinidad, Vargas, De La Hoya, Pernell Whitaker. I mean, all these guys just, they fought each other, you know, like, and it was tight. For real. You know, that was one of the best times to watch boxing, I think. I mean, those, Aldrick Taylor, all those guys, Terry Norris, all these guys are just Old school, all the old school motherfuckers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Julian Jackson, that was one of the guys I used to like to watch. He was just, just known for knocking people out, like, skinny dude, like, just skinny, kind of like a, Kind of like a Tommy Hearns type build, you know, just kind of skinny, but like kind of yoked too at the same time, you know, yeah. Like yeah. Bruce Lee type shit, but with long ass arms and and just had power, you know. Those guys just would slay people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In fact, I think Julian Jackson beat Terry Norris. He knocked him out because Terry Norris was kind of had the same style, just like quick, sharp punches and just sleeping people. You know, Julian Jackson was the next level. He was a little taller, and he just little had a little more dynamite, and he would just knock people out. But, yeah. Yeah. Mike McCallum was another one, yeah. Love the old-school type boxing. Man, that was a problem with boxing because they start doing, you know, not everybody was fighting each other. and Right. You know, Mayweather Pacquiao, who, like, took five, six years to make. Stupid shit. Stupid business shit. Letting these guys dictate what they're going to do and tell them, instead of telling them to go fucking fight. We're setting this up. This is what the people want. Yeah. Let's make it happen. If not, put your belt in the trash can. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, why the UFC just became so popular so fast, too, because Dana and UFC, they make the matchups people want to see. You know, there has been some that, you know, yeah, we want to see that fight that hasn't happened, like, you know, the fucking super fights or whatever. But for the most part, you're fighting. You know, everybody fights everyone. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. I mean, they still now it's starting to turn into a little more money type shit or money fights and all that. But like the way it was brought up and all that was just savagery and just throwing up some good ass matchups. You know? Yeah. Yeah, these guys are just going at it. Freaking Burgos and Quarantillo. That fight was just insane. Like, I don't know how these guys take punches like that and just keep coming, just cardio for days. Yep. All bloodied up and busted, and you know, both Warrior these guys out. no quit. This whole card had like no quit in any of these guys, you know, any of these fighters. 
Oh, mouthpiece. Like these guys didn't really lose much on this either. Like I think Burgos came away with the win, but like Quarantillo, like this just helps get his name on the map. Because I didn't really know. I wasn't that familiar with his fights. Right. I know there's Burgess kills. That's the first time I've seen him when he fought Barbosa that time. Yeah, Barbosa, right? Yeah. First time seeing him too. Yeah, that was that one where he got that hesitation. Delayed out. reaction, yeah. Delayed Is that a body reaction. shot? Uh, no, I think something it might, over his grazed off his head, temple or something. Huh? Yeah, no, I think it was a headshot. Yeah. But like you know, Barbosa just is a sniper. One shot, one kill. Yeah. Hmm? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's up with Nick Dog with choke? Oh man, I saw he was on the live right now. I was trying to tell him to get his ass over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's this right here? That's the point break. Oh, point break? Yeah. Point break three. Point break part three. Point break number three. Did you ever watch the remake, the other one I seen? The, you know, the movie? Did you ever watch the movie? Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Shit, bro. 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 <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Fuck. Keanu Reeves' ass, huh? Yeah. That was some... That was a gangster movie. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Anthony Without Keaton. even being gangster, it was gangster as fuck. Yeah. Fuck is going for it. Yeah, no shit. That, that, <laughs> that fucking chase scene, right, where he's chasing down... Like, after they did that bank robbery, and he kind of knew he was him, and he's just chasing him down at that, you know, like, where that fucking running through neighborhoods, you know, like, just fences, jumping fences. All dirty. That shit was, like, Scraped a realistic, up. that's, like, a realistic shit, though, yeah, like, just because, yeah. like, I could see that. I remember days, me and Nick getting in the shit, we'd be running from cops, I'd be jumping fences like that, like, just, like, nope, 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 just dipping. Dipping. Hiding yeah. behind trash cans, fuck. Yeah. That just lasted a minute, it was like, damn, then he turns and looks at him, like, like, all right, motherfucker, I know yeah. I know you now. Yep. Yep, you all right, up. motherfucker. That's you. Yep. Like, I kind of already knew, but damn, I didn't want to believe it, but. Yep. Yeah. Solidified it. Yeah. Yep. Let's go jump out, out of a fucking airplane with no parachutes. Like, <laughs> yep. Crazy. Yeah. And of course, the the girl was in the middle of it all. Yeah, of course, how to fucking yeah, man. That is how to be all up in the business, get abducted and shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I never watched the remake though. I didn't even know they had one. Yeah, they had one a few years back. I don't even know who the fuck's in it to be honest, but I know I I seen it. I just never watched the movie. That'd be like remaking Roadhouse, another Swayze movie. Like, why would you do that? Like, yeah, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> like my son, uh, he was playing uh, San Andreas. They remastered it. Yeah, the game. That was my shit back in the day. 
Well, I was watching it play a little bit. I mean, it looks better graphics and stuff like that, little details, but still the exact same story and everything. Right. They just basically just made it look a little better, cleaner. They still left the cars looking fucked up and all that. Like, yeah. Kind of like they let, kept the same feel, I guess. But yeah, I don't know what this one is. The newest one that they play. You can do all kind of crazy shit. Which one? I think it's five GTA Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you played that one too for a minute. So that's yeah. after San Andreas, then, right? Yeah, San Andreas. Then it was four, and then five. San Andreas was four. Yeah. Okay. They, they might even had a six. I don't know. I'm not sure, honestly. I stopped playing video games a while back. I used to be all into that shit, but... I know, me too, man. I haven't played Madden since Madden 20. Yeah. It's crazy. I used to get Madden every year now. I'm older and it's no time. Yeah. It's just finding <laughs> the time, because that shit will just zap all your fucking time once you get into it. Hell yeah. Like, I was in the, yeah, I was in the Madden here and there. I was in the Call of Duty <laughs> type shit. And yeah. Gears of War way back in the day. I, just, I don't know. Because I would just get online and have friends that played... Yeah. And just, you know, just have fun and talk shit and play. Yeah, I was never really, my son was on the, the online thing. I never really got into it. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it's cool if you're playing with people you know. Like, yeah, not just exactly. be on there talking shit to people. It's like, yeah. And then on Madden, some fools will quit, you know, in the middle of the game. Like, oh, man, that's weak, bro. Yeah, that's how it was a fight night. I would play fight night on there, too. A lot of people are getting their ass beat or whatever, just quit. Or, yeah. That was the best game fight night round three. I mean, Nate, we asked me our shit too. Get down to that shit. Most realistic type thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. <coughs> fight night was the shit. Yeah. Like some of these fights though, like this Burgos and Quarantino, like I just want, I think there should be more 10 10 rounds. Like shit that's even. Like when other just, like look at round two 53 to 53 significant strikes landed. Like there gotta be a ten ten. Why isn't that just an even round? Why do you have to pick a winner in that round? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody really lost. They were both going for it. Like an exact amount of strikes. Right. Well, this guy has a, a different bloody spot or or whatever. I mean, I don't I don't understand how they judge all this shit like that. Yeah, I think it would just make for more draws and stuff like that, but I don't mind a draw or, like, have a rule or if it's a draw, go another round or whatever. Does winner take all now? They should think about it. I mean, it's okay to incorporate new rules and, you know, evolve with the times. Yeah, another hot topic is the open scoring. I mean, we've been talking about this before, actually. Like, what Open scoring? Yeah, what do you think about that? What do you mean by that? Like, just, like, in between rounds, you guys know. You, oh, we know who wins the round? Yeah, just, or um, even at least the fighters know, you know, like, what the score is, basically, you know, for that round. I hear you. Like, in between rounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, it exists pretty much in every other sport. I mean, everybody knows the score. The argument is a lot. People think they'll coast if they know they're up, like in a five-round fight. If you know you're up, working three or four rounds, you're right. They think they're gonna coast, but to me, my thing is like, if you could do open scoring, then I say go back to pride rules where you give them a yellow card for stalling, <clears throat> and that will take away the stalling aspect. Like, so if you're you're worried about them stalling because they're ahead, 
basically, you know, running the ball, running the clock out. Like, then you could bring out the yellow card and give them a warning, like, you got to fight or you're going to no, you. lose your purse. So that person who is ahead like that can't just do that, you know. And then the person who's behind, he knows he needs a knockout. He knows for the fighter, they know they need a knockout. They know they need to step it up. Yeah. You know, either step it up or not. Like, you know you're losing and you still don't step it up, then and you lost this fight, you know, and you know it. You don't want to play with yourself. You can't look, you know. So, I mean, I think that's just, I don't know. I think it makes more sense. Yeah, that, it, yeah, you're right. Like, why does it have to be a surprise? Guess who won? Like, I don't understand that. Only with fighting, because <coughs> boxing is the same shit. Same shit, boxing, yeah. That's so, only two things. Because of gambling or something, but I don't think that should matter because the fighters aren't betting on themselves, right? Or can they? I don't even know if they can. Maybe that is why. It might. I could see that point maybe like throwing a fight throwing around or turning it up around looking and be like oh i'm up shit i'm supposed to throw this yeah or if you have money on yourself like what to have a strong second round or a shitty second round yeah that's that's the exact reason why they don't it's gotta be has to be right yeah fuck yeah yeah. they ain't fucking around that yeah those odds and shit they need that yeah Fuck with the mafia and shit, then <laughs> yeah, Dana don't want none of that. Yeah, no kidding, right? You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and do your shit, but don't try to change too much shit. Cause you fuck with us, and then yeah, you know, we they're still looking for Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, we're gonna have to dispose of you, brother. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they never found that dude, so come up missing, and I doubt they're looking for him, but they just forgot him. You know, <laughs> they gave yeah. up, but yeah, but yeah. You'll be another cold case. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, certain shit you can't fuck with because that's like some huge money, billions. But Dana's right there too, though, and the UFC with their money, their power. I mean, damn, you got to give props to Dana for just keeping this shit going with all the COVID thing and. Hell yeah. During the pandemic, he's still keeping us entertained. He did his thing. Uh, I watched that fucking, um, whatever that was, when they were in Abu Dhabi and they had to do all that fucking shit to have that fight, that Masvidal fight. I think it was Masvidal and, who was it? Like, was that one till No. I think it was Masvidal and fucking. Might have been Usman, the first one, maybe. Or not. Maybe. When he came in that pink robe, the Versace robe. I don't remember. Maybe somebody else was fighting that day too. But they had like a ten mile radius, like yeah, type shit. You had to quarantine like twenty times, take twenty tests for even get to the fucking hotel. Looking like the movie Outbreak. Yeah, (laughs) when he got on the bus and crazy shit. That's that's what it takes though. To you figure how much money it would take. To do that besides how much money you're going to lose if we're just not going to do anything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All these events, especially with the UFC, they put on so many events. Exactly. And we'll uh, be the only sport that's rocking. Yeah. We have to do this. Yeah, because everybody else, I mean, even the people, that, that's how they gain so many fans, I think. People that just watch basketball or just watch whatever, you know, right. they're not putting on their shit. All right, well, fuck it. we got to watch something. 
Wasn't that the first time like it was on like ABC or some shit that one time? Remember, was the UFC oh, yeah. was on some like a, like a regular channel? Yeah, one of those channels, CBS, like regular ESPN, Fox, or some Fox, shit like that. Yeah, you're right. So I remember that. It might have been during COVID, and that that shit's huge. Yeah, because the <laughs> people who only have fucking five channels. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Old school TVs with the knobs, huh? You got like two, four. And then nothing else is on. Nobody else is doing anything. You know, they have the basketball, that bubble thing, but. Like, what do I watch? Golden Girls reruns or fuck it, let's watch the fight. Exactly. Yeah. No shit, dude. There's like nothing on there. No, no other sports is doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah, Dana came up. They came up right there. UFC came up. That was just huge. Made sure all these motherfuckers were super negative and getting paid. Yep, that's why I seen this this thing about Dana that was like maybe give a whole other respect for him even because he's just like he's like I just didn't want to let everybody down, you know, like right, like as far as his workers and all these people that have been in the company twenty years, ten years, like all of a sudden I got to lay you off because of this, yeah, like, you know, like, like what the fuck, I can't pay you or something, like you can't make money, like and he, he's just like well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna fight for as long as I can to get these people paid. Even, you know. Respect that for sure. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of people don't think. Everyone thinks it's just Dana, you know, like just pulling the strings and all that. But he's like the president, you know, basically. Exactly. It's a whole. Uh, He's a spokesperson. He does that. A lot of shit going on behind these scenes. Yeah, the promoter. I mean, like he's not pulling every string as far as money, who gets paid. I'm sure he's not like, oh, pay this guy that, that. You know, he's negotiating on behalf of company, you know. so Exactly. Combo. Like commissioner, like yourself, you're the commissioner at uh, right here. Yeah, I'm the president, though. The president. Yeah, yeah, I'm the president. And what is it called right there? The football, the Redlands Junior All American. Redlands Junior All American. Yeah, football and cheer. Yes, sir. Tackle football. Yeah. Ads full blown. Yeah, youth youth tackle football. Where are the ages? Where they start at? Uh they're able to start at six. Six-year-olds can play, yeah. They have to play with the seven- and eight-year-olds, but they're able to play all the way up to, shit, they have 14, you know, for kids that didn't go to do freshmen. And then nowadays there's a lot of holdbacks, so there's kids that are doing eighth grade twice. Some even double holdbacks that they, you know, (laughs) do it, like hold them back twice. So So they'll be able to play more like that or just? And get, get a better chance at Going to college and shit, yeah. yeah. So they'll be in college, you know, graduating at 20, shit like that. Fuck. Crazy, huh? Yeah. yeah. And just being man-child, too. Oh, yeah. That's fucking beast already. Yeah. And then you got to watch your daughters and shit, because there's 20-year-old men walking around campus, you know. Yeah, that's something you got to think about, actually. Oh, fuck yeah, that, you do. Yeah. I know how I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got two daughters, so, you know, you got to watch them. Yeah, that was crazy. This dude's already of age. Yeah, my baby, sixteen, sophomore. You know, in high school, while you've been held back twice, and you know, you got full tattoo sleeves and shit like that. Yeah, and high school. In high school, damn, fucking tall and big as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them like they play like I've seen a lot like to play like flag football in the off season mm-hmm. like that. So that's pretty yeah. big too, right? Flags big, seven on seven's big too. It's like flag then seven on like seven on seven is more for. Their, you know, the kids that are a little advanced, you know, that are, that know what's up, that, you know, train and, you know, know that they want to play football, they'll, they'll go play on the seven-on-seven seven circuit. They see it as training. 
Yeah, yeah, because seven on seven is more pla- passing league. You know, it's, it's it's just for the for the DBs and the skill guys, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, linebackers, running backs. So, you know, they do two hand touch. You know, but they have these huge tournaments. Like battle puts on huge tournaments in Vegas and in different cities in the South, and you know there'll be thousand teams there, fifteen hundred wow. teams just from all over the nation. You know, that's a lot of money right there. <laughs> like, what is it for each team like to be four hundred bucks for each team? Oh yeah, times five, like a thousand. Like, yeah, oh yeah, four hundred fucking grand. Damn. Yeah, the venue only costs you a thousand dollars for the weekend. Wow, shit like that. So I was thinking about that when I was th- back in my jujitsu days. I was thinking, man, when I was training more, oh look at there's Mackenzie Dern and Notre in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and I was thinking of putting on tournaments and stuff like that, just because I mean there was so much money there, not just for that, but just also to help grow and shit. Yeah, yeah. you know, about the money. It's just yeah. about you know getting the, it out there, yeah, and getting the people executing the plan. You yeah. know, of, of doing a tournament. You know. Like, what it brings after is cool, but the yeah. idea of putting it on for, you know, whatever you, your peers or your kids or the kids or whatever, you know, that's yeah. the that's the best part. Open up eyes just kind of like with, you know, like the way Dana did with that, but just obviously on a way smaller level, but even just a community level, like a community that doesn't know about certain stuff that might bring stuff into there, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I had an idea actually bringing wrestling and jiu-jitsu together, but not like competing against each other, but have like simultaneous tournaments going on so you're kind of bringing the wrestling crowd and the jiu-jitsu crowd together yeah. community yeah to just kind of appreciate each other's sport and you know stuff like that yeah no i hear you yeah. for sure hear that definitely yeah that was in my when i was training days and now i'm all beat up and <laughs> ups'd out <laughs> <Yeah>. two bad shoulders <laughs> two bad wheels <laughs> but yeah crazy it takes so long to get a doctor's appointment now like my two for real wheels like my legs are like healed they're like okay now they don't hurt anymore but my shoulders fucked up so. yeah I, I rarely make it down to see those kind of guys yeah you know yeah it's, i know i should probably go down and see them but i don't know i, I just don't i don't know how did you start playing football I started at eight. Yeah, I started at eight. Didn't play till I was like fifteen. Made, part. made bad decisions and you know was forced out of football. So well, not forced, forced myself out of football. Let's say that. So you didn't? Did you play high school ball or not? I played JV football. Never oh, played JV. varsity football because, like I said. I made it was bad choices. Made horrible decisions and and chose to, you know, do other things besides go to class and go to football. Yeah, like a dummy, you know. <laughs> but now, you know, it's it's good because now I can, you know, show the show the youngsters how not to be. Yeah, you know, um, like especially if they got talent, yeah, like just stick yeah. with it and push yourself. Yeah, you know. Especially this year, I got eighth grade, so I got eighth graders that, you know, that are about to go to high school, so they, you know, they're hating school, they're getting bad grades, but they got to understand if this is what they want to do, you know, you can't hate school, you know, you got to get good grades, good enough grades to play football at least. 
Right. You know, you want to go to college, you got to get good, good grades. I'm talking about like straight A's type shit. You know, yeah. you got to have that extra. Yeah. Because there's a, a guy right next to you with a 4.0 and the same talent you have. So, you know. Especially because, yeah, because the competition is so big and fierce, like so many. This double holdback kid that <laughs> that's 20 years old that has good ass <laughs> grades is right next to you. So, yeah. Because his brain's developed two years more than you. Yeah. We think they're going to come big, sure. you know. So And he's bigger than you, stronger than you. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, better, whatever. Like so, you know, I tell him all the time, you know, you, you don't like school. You got to learn to like it. Or you ain't going to be playing this football. You ain't going to go D1, you know, because that's what these kids all talk about, D1, yeah. Division One. I'm yeah. going D1, oh, D1 this, you know, on their Instagram and all that good stuff. But they don't understand what it takes. That's just like with wrestling, that D one, D two. Yep. Yeah. You know, division one ain't no joke. Yeah, best of the best type, you know, schools. <laughs> yeah, ain't all no schools joke. with all the money, the best, best programs. Best people, best kids in the country, basically. Yeah. You know. The top kids. Top wrestlers, top football players. Top coaching, top everything. everything. Top facilities. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You see weight rooms at fucking come on. Million dollars in the weight room, yeah, man, shit like that. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah, because they're filling stadiums up and making so much money. Yeah, big you business. Know. Yeah, big business. Got all these investors. They got so much money riding. It's good now because the NCAA lets these student athletes, you know, um, make money, you know, outside of. Um, by just, you know, getting endorsements and shit early. Oh, really? Yeah, they just oh, passed cool. that. They should have been doing that forever, man. Tell me about it. It's like they got these people who got, like, court cases and shit like that or just banned and all that. It's yeah. like, man, well, fuck, dude, they got to make some, especially, like, a lot of these athletes come from nothing. Exactly. Come from the street or whatever. This was their way out. And then they got to come up, you know, they might not have a full scholarship, but even if they do, they still got to have money to eat and to do shit. I mean. To do shit, yeah. So now that they're, they're able to, you know, go out and, Go to the car dealership and say, "Hey, I'm, you know, this is me. Look at my film or look at my Instagram. You know, I play for the local school. You know, let's do a promotion, do a commercial or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Oh yeah, you get yeah. enough of them. You know, yeah. They're saying this the kid from um Alabama, Bryce Young, I believe his name is. He uh, already has million dollars in endorsements. You know, ain't even touched the league yet." Yeah, that just makes it better too because maybe they don't have to go that route. You know, if they make some money throughout college and they invest it wisely, whatever, maybe they don't have to get hit in the head. Right. They, you know? they might not want to play football. Yeah, they might not want to. They have something else to fall back on at least and investments to put money. You know, of course, most likely they that's their dream. Everyone's dream to be NFL. Right. But if it doesn't work out, it's not as scary because you've been making money this whole time. You know, in college, uh, in college, getting an education, <laughs> right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Chandler looked banged up in his first round already, but he was landing some bombs, man, some leg kicks. Yeah, he was just throwing everything. But two, that fight was just crazy. It just two warriors. No quit. Yeah, Gagey was saying his legs are still banged up. 
It was the most pain he's had in his legs. Seen a, a interview with him and Brett Akamoto. Yeah, they were for sure, for sure thumping. It's a great fight. Yeah, these guys just brought it, brought everything they had. Like I said, Chandler doesn't lose much with this loss. I mean, Gagey, he should be in line for the title shot. I don't see, you know, whoever wins next couple weeks. That's Poirier and Oliveira. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's gotta get the he's gotta get the next shot. I mean, there's nobody else that makes sense now. Arguably he could have had the last shot over Chandler, but it was coming off a of last to Khabib, so I can see why the UFC might want to go in the direction of Chandler for that fight. Just timing, really. Yeah. But now it's like pretty much undeniable. If Poirier wins, that'd be a great rematch. Gagey Poirier. But Gagey Oliveira, I mean, that's interesting, too. I just don't feel like Oliveira could take damage like that. But yeah. I, but I do feel like he's improved so much on the feet that if he could stay away... And, you know, I mean, he could tag him maybe. And this, if it goes to the ground at all, I'd have to give the advantage to Oliveira. I mean, he's just a beast on the ground. <clears throat> he has the most, UFC, the most submissions in the UFC history. So, yeah. There's a lot of crazy matchups to make, especially at lightweight. Talking Chandler and uh, Connor. That's the talk right now. And I think that makes a crazy fight. That's an awesome fight. I see Chandler as a favorite in that fight, but I could see also maybe Connor tagging him, maybe. Yeah, if he fights like Gagey fought. Yeah, if he fought like he fought against Gagey, then maybe, you know, Connor could tag him and put him down. I mean, Oliveira's not a big puncher like Gagey. You know, he put him down. I mean, just with precision. I think that's one thing with Connor. He's pretty accurate with that left. Yeah. But, But also, I think Chandler has more ways to win. He could probably take Connor down and beat him up on the ground or maybe even tap him. <clears throat> but yeah, still be a great fight. So now, too, Masvidal, the big news, Masvidal pulled out of Leon Edwards' fight in a couple of weeks, which is kind of sucks. I didn't want to see that fight. I mean, just because the whole beef they had backstage, three-piece in the soda. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I will. Yeah, right. Hopefully somebody steps in and... Hopefully Edwards takes a fight because, like, Edwards, like, he just has the worst luck in, like, <laughs> out of everybody. I mean, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something, yeah. something always happens and then he just gets dicked out of something. Like, I think either he could wait for the title shot. You know, Usman just fought. Might be a long wait because I'm sure that's, you know, whatever, a few months. Or, you know, like, I see Nick Diaz threw his name in the hat. I mean, I, mean, I think that's an interesting fight. And like, for Nick Diaz, obviously, if he wins that, he's right back in the mix, even though he just lost to to Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't see, as a matchup, it's interesting because not only he fought Nate Diaz, and Nate Diaz, his, you know, his little brother dropped, uh, rocked him in that fifth round, had success, so it's kind of like, you know, I feel like Nick Diaz probably could put a little pressure on him with the boxing 
with boxing and just walking him down, really. I don't see Leon Edwards as he's good, but to me, he reminds me of a, more of a point fighter. Not so much like he's going to put your lights out. I hear you. You know, and Andy. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, I feel like he's not a Robbie Lawler. You know, he don't hit like Robbie Lawler who could just fucking, like, you could tell Nick Diaz took a beating, you know, for those two rounds because Lawler was throwing him. And he took a lot. And, and you know, look, we see Lawler did a Ben Askren. I mean, just that guy just has power. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't see Edwards having that to be able to keep Nick Diaz off him if he just does start getting into his little groove and just throwing punches and punches, never-ending punches, you know, combinations. I mean, I feel like that might be too much for Edwards. You don't have he don't have that pop, like, to just put him away or... Yeah, he'd have to come in ready, though, I think. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> quick after the other fight. I mean, he didn't look in the best shape. Exactly. But he, I mean, I just feel like Robbie Lawler, he comes out the way these guys, like Gagey and Chandler, comes out. I mean, he's throwing bombs from the opening fucking bell. You know, he's just throwing hammers. Like, you have to fight. He makes you, it makes it a fight immediately. Like, this is a fucking fight. It was a war. Yeah. You know? Like, Edwards don't come like that, you know. I think matchup-wise, it could be interesting. I feel you. Yeah, for Edwards, it, it's a money fight. And he should beat Nick Diaz, you know. Nick Diaz isn't ranked right now, and... Edwards is right there, and it's a huge money fight to put him on the map. If he could beat, yeah, I just beat both Diaz brothers. You know, you should get some respect for that. And that's what I'm saying. Even that dominating Nate Diaz, but getting rocked in the fifth round. You know, that steals from that. You know? Yeah, that just shows his luck. Like, like damn, you look good all the way up until you just you got rocked. You know, because then now it's like Nate Diaz almost finished you. <laughs> like, right, right, like right. you won, but you know. Who did the most damage? Who almost got finished? You know, like so, it's like damn, dude. Like just can't catch a break, really. Real shit, though. You know, most of it all, like he just had like one of the best performances of his life. Goes backstage, and Moss with all three piece in a soda. Like he can't even celebrate his win, you know, because now he's lumped up, he's bloodied, and you know he's going home now, like driving to the car, like getting swallowed up, like you know, like <laughs> driving home, like. <laughs> Like, this motherfucker, like, you can't even be happy that you just dominated and looked fucking great. Right. Because backstage, you're lumped up now, you know, because you just got cracked. Like, you can't even celebrate. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. You think he went home, like, to his after party, like, yeah, fuck it, no. Like, he was probably pissed. Hell yeah, shit. Like, oh, yeah, that was, that was whack. Yeah, that was kind of what we're referring to as Chandler when he <laughs> got the eye poke and then took that free shot on Gagey. <laughs> he he took it was a kind of a sucker punch. I still I still feel like Mike Beltran, the ref should have got in there a little quicker. But maybe he didn't see the eye poke. I'm not sure. But uh Chandler definitely took advantage of that situation and just threw a haymaker. Yeah. But Gagey he maybe didn't see it or did it or he didn't. He ate it. You know. Yeah. It shows was... how tough Gagey is, man. Just a hard ass head and just a strong will. Like, that guy's the Terminator, dude. Like, fuck. He was getting lit up in the first round, and just by the end of that first round, he's coming back on strong, you know? And Yeah, I got him. Got Chandler lumped up. And got Chandler lumped up that first round. He was already busted up. Yeah, they don't show Chandler jump in with that. Yeah, that's, like, kind of sucker punch. I mean, I get it, though. The referee didn't tell him to stop, you know, but. Maybe he didn't know that it was an eye poke. Maybe he thought he punched him. I don't know, slapped him. 
Yeah, but you get a different kind of reaction though. Yeah, exactly. Then the you know the old Popeye look, like yeah, squinting the eye. Yeah. Imagine if he'd have knocked him out with that. That would have been bad. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been some whack ass shit. Yeah, it'd have been like, what the fuck? I poked him and then knocked him out. Yeah, they'd have had to look at that. You would right. think. Yeah, that would definitely be like a no contest or something, right? Kind of like reminds me of what Floyd, remember, like you fucking Floyd and uh, who was that? Uh, who you find? Um, uh, Mexican dude uh, who who kind of gave him a good fight, Victor Ortiz. Okay, remember that fight? I think so. And where Victor Ortiz headbutted him, and then Floyd, like, and then he tried to apologize and was all hugging Floyd after, like, kind of like, oh fuck, oh I. He, I found you, but no, oh shit, my bad, my bad. Like almost like almost like a little brother. Like, oh, don't hit me now, or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my bad, and then hugs with him, and then Floyd just takes the opportunity, like like what, and just two smacks him, just yeah, bang, bang, and drops him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that shit. Yeah, I mean, was it a cheap shot? Yeah, but at the same time, you just fucking headbutted the dude. Why are you trying to like hug him now? Right, like, you like legit. For sure, you hit butted him on purpose. Like you fucking do you jumped at him basically. <laughs> Regardless of because he felt like Floyd, because Floyd does have a tendency when he he's defending and he ducks away from the straight punches, he puts his elbow up, and that elbow ends up in the guy's throats a lot. Yeah, if they're coming a little too strong. Right. So he was taking like exception to that, like all this kept like elbowing me in the throat and shit like that. But that's kind of how Floyd's style is, just to kind of make people like back off and not. Smother him or yeah, yeah, coming yeah. too close. So I mean, that was just something that he, you know, he reacted to, and then you know, but it's like if you're gonna react that hard, it's more like, all right, headbutted you, all right, fuck you, then let's, you know, let's go. There's a fight now. Then yeah, you, know, you want to be dirty, I'm gonna be dirty, but don't go over there and try to hug right after and be cool. Yeah, you gotta defend yourself. What you know, what I mean, yeah. like this motherfucker ain't. I don't know. <laughs> you just headbutted him, like yeah. So he's not gonna be cool with you just headbutting because cool. you're like, oh, sorry, bro. Like I just, you know, nah. Like yeah, what the fuck? Like you should still be just be like, yeah, I headbutted you. If you're gonna have that attitude that you're gonna go there, then just go there all the way. Exactly. Don't fucking do something and then be like, oh, oh, man. it's cool. I'm sorry. Now step back. Like no, go there all the way. Then you know. Yeah, so the third round right here when Chandler picked him up and picked Gagey up and slammed him and ended up right on the bottom. I mean, he got up immediately, but. I think that gassed him a little bit because he was winning this round up until here. And then I think that's where it turned for him. Like if he had just dominated this round, say he ends up on top of that, you know, then it could be a totally different round and scorecard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. It could be Chandler winning this fight. Like really, I think it came down to this last round in some aspects, even though Gagey did drop him in the second round. Like, it was, like, the last 20-some seconds of that second round. And, like, Chandler's still kind of coming on strong, but just Gagey's just landing. You know, he's landing clean shots. Chandler's just getting tagged up, you know, at this point, just throwing bombs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, then Gagey just knocks him silly with that one punch, just almost spins him around like, man. But Chandler's still right there. I think he just got bought into it too much, like, oh, let's see who's tougher type thing, you know. And you're just not going to out-tough Gagey. 
nah, he's hitting you too hard, bro. And not the new Gagey anyway, you know, like, because he's, look at him, he's not throwing, like, huge bombs every time. You know, he's being a little more composed himself, throwing a jab, starting it with a jab, starting, you know, throwing a leg kick. And throwing, like, just, like, not everything on every punch. Ooh. Still powerful shots, though. Oh, yeah. He definitely hits like a truck. Both these guys, I mean, so I think it had to be a little discouraging for Chandler too to just throw his best and Gagey to keep coming forward. But Chandler does know how to work the crowd, though, getting the crowd into it. You know, little WWE action. You know, yeah. like throwing his hands up, and so I'm saying he doesn't lose much with this fight, with this loss. He's still going to be right there, just like one of those exciting fighters. I mean, two losses in a row, though. Like, what yeah. I mean, fuck. That's true. You know what I mean? But like, both fights were wars. I mean, oh, yeah. He really first pretty one, much so much. Pretty much Oliveira though was a he had the ten eight round. He dominated Oliveira the first round and then just got caught. Yeah. You know, this round, this fight was a war, but it was, was it was war. obvious who won. You know, for sure. Like Gage, just definitely just had a little more. Just everything, just more damage. Like you're not gonna out damage him, you know. Even against Khabib, he landed some damage in there. Though, you know, even though he gassed right away and Khabib took over, he landed some devastating leg kicks to Khabib. Even, yeah. I mean, those Khabib wasn't gonna be able to take those for five rounds. I don't think he he was. He took some hard ones. He had to take it to the ground, you know. But when he had to, he kicked up that next gear and smashed him. Chandler's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's all fucked up. All bruised up and swole the fuck up. Yeah, I just wonder, he might, he might have been concussed. <laughs> you know, I don't know the way. That knee right there, it showed a different angle where it looked like Atlantic clean. And then Chandler buckled him with that right. I think that would have been a good time for Chandler to get a takedown right there, I think. You know, like when he threw the flying knee and then the straight right that kind of like bent over Gagey in that first round. Yeah. That might have been a chance to go for the takedowns because he didn't seem like he set up his takedowns a lot in this fight. He kind of just was throwing them out there from distance. And Gagey was able to just, you know, sprawl or do whatever to stop the takedown, get under hooks. But, I mean, if you just rock a guy too or you really just want to take him down, if you have that mentality, you know, so hard to say. See, there's, like, no setup for that takedown, but he always picks him up, slams him. See, I think a lot of people say he rocked his own head right there. It looked like he did something. Yeah, because when he picked him up and slammed him over his head, it looked like his head hit the canvas, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that's what happened to him when he's over there pointing to the crowd or whatever he's pointing at. Acting all weird and shit. Yeah. I have seen that. I've seen someone knock themselves out before slamming yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going head first, going you're basically going head first to the fucking canvas. Yeah, this is a great card. It was crazy. Yeah, which brings to the last fight, Kobe and Usman. Another. It wasn't quite the war like the first fight. You know, it wasn't that exciting. I think Kobe started a little slow. He wasn't really bringing it as much. Maybe I mean I think he was just worried more about Usman's power in this one. A little more like. You know, uh, whether he got a job broke or not, he got rocked in the last fight, too. So, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, he was just 
being a little more cautious. I mean, he did try to do the wrestling more, you know, try to implement that more. 11 takedowns. Uh, he didn't get credit for any of them, although, like, that was a controversy right now, especially on Twitter. Like, was it a takedown and all that? Really? I think even Usman acknowledges that it was a takedown as far as coming from a wrestling background. What's that? What are you looking for? Uh, somewhere to pull my phone. Oh, the dying or what? Yeah. Oh, that's one thing. That's the next thing I got to get going in here. It's like hooking up some type of little station right here to, to just plug or something in. come up right here, like like even just out for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I know they have those one um, like uh, little plugs that have all the outlets and the fucking um, yeah USB and like shit. Like a little tower type you shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. Oh, you got that long ass fire stick cord now. <laughs> Or you know you could plug it into this yellow one down here even closer. Oh, that one? Yeah, that extension cord. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be easier actually. So you can pull it towards you. Yeah, so that's like one of the controversies was it a takedown. He had both knees down, both hands on the mat. Like I said, he was behind him. Like in wrestling that's a that's two points or whatever, I get it, but I kinda get it too that maybe it wasn't a takedown because he didn't really control him and he got up immediately. You know, so it's, I don't know. I think it's a little t different. Like, you get a takedown for a split second. Is it, you know, nothing really happened. But still a takedown, though. It's still a takedown. I In my that. eyes. Yeah. It was definitely close. I mean, I mean, I feel like it was. <laughs> I feel like it was a takedown. I hear you. You know, I do. I, I think it should have counted for sure. I mean, not just because I was rooting for Kobe. I just thought it was because he was working for it. You know, he went for 11, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, and he... I thought he got it, but yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, a lot of people thinking it was a draw or Kobe winning the last three rounds. Like, what? What? Like watching it live, that's far fetched to me. <laughs> yeah. Like watching it live, I my feeling was Usman was ahead and he won the fight. No, I'm good. Yeah, I agree. When I rewatched it, I still felt like Usman won, just because I just felt like his shots were harder. You know, like it just seemed like. Kobe would mount some offense, but then, like, you know, Usman would land a zinger in there that just stunned him or whatever, you know, and just change shit up or a nice hard body shot or whatever. Yeah. So just, like, a game-changing type strike more, you know, like, it felt like that a little. Like, just a big brother, little brother type thing. Like, I feel like Kobe's right there. You know, he's the second-best guy. Just this guy's a little stronger, a little better. You know, like, mm -hmm. not, not like – you know, it's a close fight. Like like I said, it's 3-2 either way. You know, it's not like he got dominated. He did get dropped. But after getting dropped in the second round, how many guys quit on that? That's a reason to quit and not. And he actually came on strong for the rest of the fight, really. Like the last three rounds is like maybe how he should have fought the whole fight. Right. Know, put Usman on his heels a little more and just working just with the striking and, you know, stuff like that with the volume. But he had to worry about Usman's power. So it's easy to say that, like, oh, you should do this, do that. But. He's the one in there getting feeling that power. Yeah, know? when this guy's hitting so hard and yeah, with that straight right, it's like a laser. I mean, Usman's so accurate. I think that's one of the things about him. Like he's just so not just the power, but the accuracy. You know, like he lands everything he's throwing is landing. All right, took a little break, a little brisk. Yes, sir. Yeah, but we're just talking about Usman. 
Like, what's next for him after this fight? What else does he have to prove? Like, this was a close fight. Could have went either way. Will they fight again? Maybe if Kobe can, you know, have a couple big wins before that, you know, and build himself up before what we're talking about is Usman retiring. Kind of like, what else does he have to do? Kind of like GSP, why did he retire? Because he cleaned out the division twice, you know, like, and they're talking about him just moving up and all that. Like, you already have your legacy. You know, you lost the title, come back, win it again, whatever. I mean, right. what else do you really need to do at that point? You were a cash cow. You are good with your money. You know, what else do you have to prove? I think Usman's kind of right there. Like, he basically cleaned the division out on the way up to the title, you know, because he had to work his way up. He didn't get handed. You know, he didn't get a quick title <laughs> shot or anything like that. You know, he had to put in work and beat everybody. He did, too. And he did, and he dominated everybody. To me, he was like Khabib, basically, you know, like the Nigerian Khabib, you know, like because he basically would just dominate the shit out of everyone with wrestling. And now he has Trevor Whitman, you know, who everyone look at everyone. Trevor Whitman has coached like they all have good hands, good footwork, just striking. So I mean, definitely it has to be coach of the year or whatever. Just you know, just from that yeah. one pay per view. Or until we see that, what's his name? The Kazmat. Uh, oh, Kamzat. Kamzat. <laughs> Jemayev, yeah. I mean, unless he gets a shot at him at Usman before he retires. Yeah, I mean, because really, I, we're, we probably won't see Khabib versus Usman, right? So maybe we could see Kamzat, which is like an over, like overgrown type Khabib. You know, maybe we could see that matchup. That, yeah. that type wrestling versus, you know, Usman. Both Olymp- both Olympic caliber because, like, Kamzat does have that Olympic caliber wrestling, but so does Usman because he trained with the Olympic facility, like with the Olympic team. You know, and he was a Division two like, national champion, which, like, you know, like you're saying, the best of the best, Division one, and like Still, co- Division two ain't no joke. Yeah, exactly. If you're the best at that. You know what I mean? It's like you're still right there. It's still wrestling or just like football, whatever it is. Like, Yeah, you can play with Division One athletes, period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right there. You know, so especially if you're like the best at that. Like, you know, it's going to be the same shit. You know, because I remember Willie was bringing that up. Oh, like I'm Division One, he's Division Two wrestling. He took Willie down at will in that fight, you know, like so. Yeah, that don't matter. It does not matter. And Willie was at a great school, Missouri, you know, like. Everybody came out of there. Ben Askren, Chandler, too. You know, like, just killers. Missouri. Yeah. That's what's up. That's like Ukaipa High School right now. Yeah, Ukaipa's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when Benji was wrestling at Citrus, Ukaipa basically, even back then, a few years back, he they were still ruling. Like, their whole team just wiped out our team that day. Yeah. That that uh meet. But, uh. It was weird, though, because all the kids got in their head to cut weight, and Benji actually wrestled at the weight that was uh, less, like, the the, the lower weight class. So starred himself, and he looked he looked drained. He did not look good before that match. And he actually went 5-1 and one in league that, that year. That's what's up. And, uh, you know, I think it was 5-1. and one. He only lost one, I know. I can't remember exactly how many meets they had, but. That was his only loss, but it wasn't even at his normal weight. You know, he like he dropped down. Right. And he was just drained. He I and mean, the guy, the kid he 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 lost to was just a, a beast anyway. You know, like yeah, he was a straight up beast from Yukaipa. I think I don't know. He was he. I know he went to state for sure. Not sure what he did there, but 
I know he was like pretty much second, like CBL or CIF or whatever, you know, like right. One of them like, ones, yeah. One of those ones. Like he was a fucking beast. Exactly. So, and just eat, sleep, shit, you know, fucking just always thinking about wrestling type, dedicated kid, you know. So, I mean, because just a good program, but the coaches we had right there were good too. Good. Like, dedicated, you know. Right. So, I mean, it was. It was a good situation right there. Wish he would have stuck with it, you know, because he had, like, a lot of potential. Just being tall and lanky, but also, you know, at a low weight. <laughs> he fought like, I mean, he was wrestling, like, at was like 132 or 134 or something like that. Okay. But being tall as shit, you know. Tall and long as fuck, yep. Yeah, I mean, gave him a lot of leverage. He did get picked up a couple of times by some little short, little stocky dudes. But, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, those lower weights, though, man, they're so fast and strong right you know it's crazy so competitive but uh yeah you kaipo's a shit though those kids no joke right now mm-hmm. good program oh which brings me to actually when benji was wrestling uh we went to uh he wrestled at ab miller and i seen bobby green's name up on that banner yeah banner or Something I can't remember. It's something in the Raptor, the Raptors right there, like just up there. His name's up there. I can't remember what he placed in. I gotta maybe research that and see what he did in high school. Yeah, but all uh, that video I showed you. Yeah. Oh, that video. Yeah. Oh my God, that it was had all his stuff on there too. Yeah. The, Dope. What was that called? Uh, UFC. I what it was called, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, I look it up real quick because I have my phone right here. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was crazy, man, because I could relate to that a lot, too, just growing up poor as fuck, all that, you know. Wasn't it Origins? You'll see Origins? Is that what it was? I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's it. Origins, yeah, yeah. Origins. Yeah. Yeah, it hit, it, it hit home a little, just my nephew, too, that was here, like, for him, because he was kind of raised in that kind of environment a little. Yeah. You know, we're just same thing, like, my mom, basically, his grandma, right, was his mom and dad, you know, type figure, just, you know, shit like that. Yeah. You know, drugs, parents, shit like that, you know, just. Life. Life, but, you, you know, know, tough shit, you know. Tough but, life. Yeah. But we also had some, like, people that we knew growing up with gangs, you know, just like, why do we have a cousin that got killed by that shit, too, you know, so. It's a lot of shit, you know. But I remember being poor as fuck like that, not having shit, dude, like, growing up bad like that for a minute. Hell yeah. yeah. Shit ain't no joke. Yeah. Especially like San Bernardino. It's like, man, that's really no joke. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I'm excited. He's going to be in here, man. I'm going to talk to him. I just can't wait. Excited yeah, for that one. Man, I mean, it's going down. I mean, man, I've been a big fan of this for a minute since Strike Force days. I just always, I always liked his like, fighting style, just always brings it. We're going to get him in the building. <laughs> yep, get him in the studio. It's good. It's going to be epic. Yeah, man. Seems like a laid back. Just Smoking like a, a lot of good green with Bobby Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Finally connected the dots. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. Crazy. The king down with the king. The king green. Sorry. We got the King at Green. Then we have Bobby the King Green. And we're going to work on this strain for him. 
Yeah, got to come up with a name for that too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Go hunt him something real nice. King OG. Yeah. Somehow, we're going to get it right. Yeah. We're going to hunt until he like it. <laughs> and he's going to be like, yep, that's the one. And then we're going to brand the shit out of it. So. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. That's right. Sponsored. PWG sponsors get so sponsored. Yeah, man. Never know. <clears throat> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I definitely want to talk to him about that fight because that's I I expected it again. Him and I went to I thought for sure it was a three round war, three round banger. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I mean I can't lie, I thought you know I kind of favored I went to a little bit, you know, but but at the same time, man, like Bobby Green just showed like there's levels to just hands and just being quick and just that precision. Hell it was yeah. his night, and you know. That timing is what it is. That's why he could just do that with his hands down because his timing's so good. Like you know, when he could just read that shit and get in and out of there. He rolls with punches, like you're saying earlier. There's certain people that roll with punches. Give you all shoulder. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Shooting for face and getting all shoulder. Yeah. You know, being right there, stuffing takedowns when necessary, whatever you know. Like having that wrestling background. I mean, has all the tools, you know. Definitely risky to have that type of style, hands down. But, but I mean, it helps with a lot of shit. Like, if you could pull it off, I mean, a lot of people do. Like you said, if it's with the head movement, you know. Yeah. I mean, you just you never see a, anyone really get a clean shot on them. You know, more like stand out of the way, out of range, type thing. I mean, just making a miss, yep. you know, and letting them know every time too. Like, no, motherfucker, you didn't hit me. <laughs> nope. You know, so that just gets in their head too. Like this, like they want to punch you more in the face, and when you can't hit them in the face, it's like it's like you're just swinging for fucking swinging at flies right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're swatting because he's not there anymore. <laughs> like you're hitting his shoulder, you're slapping his shoulder. You're, you know, like yeah, it's, it's, he has a he has a definitely a unique style in there. <clears throat> yeah, seems real down to earth. Yeah, solid. We'll see what's up, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, real approachable, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Relatable, approachable. We're going to see. See what's up with the king. What's next for him, you know. After this, nothing but up, you know. Nothing but going up. Ally Quint is the name. Oh, yeah. You know, like he just fought Khabib. Like, not that long ago, gave to Khabib arguably, like, the toughest fight, really. And it'd be your first interview, too, huh? Yeah, right? <laughs> the inaugural interview for Schizo Radio. Yeah. That's going to be huge in itself. Bobby Green. Shit, that's a good, that's a good first interview right there, man. Yeah. It's a good name. Definitely a beast fighter. One of my favorites to watch, you know what I'm saying? I like, I've always been a fan since Strike Force. I mean... You know, had a lot of tough decision losses and stuff. I mean, close fights. Always a close fight. Never just washed out, you know. Yeah, this one, man. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, this was this round the third. Third. Yeah. See, he responded just by just coming forward with more pressure. Like, he recovered quick, you know, for getting rocked. 
I seen some memes of Kobe doing the splits though. Did you see that? Like, oh, no, I haven't seen them. Yeah, like because I'm not checking around. Yeah, when he got dropped, like he he kind of did the splits. I even seen one him in bed, like he's banging someone, but doing the splits. <laughs> oh, just stupid shit. <laughs> crazy how like it turned because a lot of people were hating on Kobe like did not like him at all it seemed like he got a lot more love for the build up of this fight you know I think he just had to recognize that he does have some skill or talking shit or whatever or shtick yeah I know I didn't like that motherfucker yeah I mean a lot of people I could see why you wouldn't but to be can't deny his skills though he, he, he's a good fighter yeah I always just looked at it like a character so that's why <laughs> they don't bother me and some of it's just funny some not you know whatever but I never took it like personal, like oh, like he's a racist motherfucker. Whatever. Nah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Even if he was, yeah, just on him. Yeah, still think he's a good fighter. Yeah, I always like his fighting style, just because he just brings it, you know, with everything wrestling, punching. I mean, just trying to mix it up. Well, see right there, high up, takedown. Yeah, that's the thing that people are trying to say. And then he grabs a fence right there. See, when he was trying to drag him down. Usman did grab, have a fence grab. So I've he, seen that. He might have been able to drag him down at least, you know, finish the takedown, the second attempt. But I did like that. Like, I felt like Kobe should. Yeah, see, look at Usman smiling back at him as they walk back yeah. to the corner. It's like, yeah, you got that fucker. You know, like, you got that takedown, you know? For sure. He got that one. It's crazy how they didn't count it, though. They didn't. Still, Usman still has 100%, whatever. But they know the legend that time he got taken down. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that big a deal, huh? Yeah. Like Mayweather against Castillo, the ghost of Castillo. Like Castillo really won that fight. You know, I've seen it a gang of times. I feel like yes, but you know, maybe he got a little extra love and gifted that decision. But whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. They rematch and he dominated. I mean. That's one thing. I still got to give Mayweather credit for that because he did take the immediate rematch, you know, and he dominated. I mean, had an easy win, actually, against uh, Castillo. Yeah. Did you ever see that fight? I probably did Jose years ago. Louis, Jose Luis, yeah. No, I was off boxing for a long time. Still am, though. Yeah, that shit was old. That was like, I think when Mayweather might have been a lightweight I'm not sure uh, what weight that was, but it was old as fuck. Because actually, uh, Castillo was a champion and Mayweather was coming up. And he does have that Mexican style, kind of like a. I'm pretty seeing him. You've probably seen him, him and. Uh, who was it? He fought um, Corrales that fight. Okay. Yeah, that we watched that round. It was amazing. Round 10 it was, I believe. Both of them got rocked. Yeah, um, that that those fights were crazy back then. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But Castillo, like, yeah, you know, he was just one of those guys that you can't shake. Like, you know, someone in basketball who you just can't shake. You know, no matter what you do, he's shadowing you, mirroring you. Right. You know, as far as guarding you, you know, like some shit like that. You know, he just was like one of those dudes, like Mayweather couldn't shake. You know, and he was just out of that ass and hitting the body a lot. The whole fight was basically going to the body. And then Mayweather was basically forced to fight him off, like and almost like a toe-to-toe shit because he just couldn't shake the dude, you know? Yeah. So it was like every stat, uh, Jose Luis or Castillo fucking like out 
punched, you know, outstatted or whatever, you know, I landed, except for jabs. That was the only thing Mayweather got him on. Jabs. Yeah. It was the type of shit Larry Merchant always goes, not the fight we saw, like they were saying it was a robbery and shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I could see both arguments, honestly, on the fight. Like, but I still have Castillo winning, but it's still not, like, the biggest robbery. You know, like, I don't see it like that. Like, cause I still felt like Mayweather did do some shit in there. It wasn't like... The fight was that one, that Manuel Augustus, man, that guy, he fucking put it on Mayweather. Even though he got his ass beat and lost, like, he still made Mayweather fucking look bad a lot and, like, rocked him a lot. But that that fight, that guy was, like, not really a, like a journeyman, really. Just that fucking journeyman that brings it type thing, you know, like. Right. Comes to fight, not going to fall for your fucking shoulder roll shit or whatever the fuck you doing. Like, <coughs> yeah, your elbow to the uh, neck. Yeah, yeah, that shit ain't gonna do nothing to him. He's just gonna walk through that and do some other elbows of himself, you know, or do it. Yeah, because he just fights that weird, like he throws some weird shit. Weird, he did. I mean, I don't know why. Sometimes I get on those little things where I start watching old fights like that, or just old shit, or interviews even of Mayweather, like who gave him the toughest fight, or yeah, like every other guy I follow, es and. Yes, news. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a boxing guy. He's just like basically a fucking fanatic man who follows boxers around and for like a decade, dude. I like I don't know, just <laughs> just a genuine just you could tell you could feel the passion and love for the sport like in him, you know, like and just interviews a lot like all the fighters, man, all the best. He gets all right there, all access just because he's always hanging out at gyms and uh, doing his thing. Had all the fights, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fat ass bleezies. <laughs> like damn. Yeah, super sized bleezies. <laughs> Might as well while we can. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this was, was a Kobe. good one. Huh? Yeah, this was Kobe's best round, I think it was the fourth round. Mixed it up. Oh. So I actually that takedown was the third round then, huh? That was the other round. That was the third. Yeah. This one, he just kind of stunned him a little few times. Like I said, he brought it at the end, but it kind of comes down to the fifth round then, maybe. Because it could have been 2-2. But see, that's what I was thinking going into the fifth, actually, that it was 2-2. But that Kobe was down, in my eyes, just because of the knockdowns. You know, like, Usman was ahead because of that. (coughs) Right. Yeah, Kobe shooting for takedowns. Either way, at least he's being offensive. He's making Usman work. And bringing it to him, like, you attempt 11 takedowns, even if you don't get them, it's like you made him defend 11 times. You know, he's being defensive more. Like, I think offense has to be worth a little more when you're scoring the rounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're imposing, you're making him do something to defend. Otherwise, he's going to get taken down, whatever, you know? Like, whether he gets it or not, he does not want to be his back against the cage right here. You know, like, still being the aggressor, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It has to count for more, but it'll be nice to see a little bit more of that earlier and just get a takedown. <laughs> yeah, see, both these guys look unbreakable, though. Like, Kobe, like, you're not going to break that mentality. Like, right there, like, he got rocked a couple rounds ago. He's sticking his tongue out, smiling, like. Catching like, them like, with good shots. Yeah, like, come on, bring it, motherfucker. Like, just, just got super endurance, though, both these guys. Same. 
for five rounds could basically go your hardest. You know, it's just, man, that's in training, though. I think a lot of it's even a gift, you know, like some people just have some better cardio. Yeah, you tag Usman good right there, right at the end. Yeah. You know, he's coming out strong. I mean, I could see an argument for him winning the, the last three rounds. I mean, at least two, two to three, but I don't know. I just kind of, like I said, it's just... Usman did more damage. I mean, I don't know. I think damage has to count, too, a little more. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, they already, yeah. yeah. you know, you can you can say what if and, yeah. you know, these motherfuckers, judges seen it a certain way. Yeah. You know? Because we was thinking that it was 10-8. Yeah, I thought so. I can't believe that. None of the judges gave it ten eight. Like that was definitely ten eight. That's he almost finished the fight. I mean, to me, if you almost finish it like that, it's ten eight. Yeah, I would think so. You drop someone that's dramatic. I mean, really, the ref could have stopped it. Right? He could have. Yeah, because he had jumped on him. I think they just let him take some extra shots because the way he bitched, like. Complained about the first fight being stopped, you know. So he probably just said, "Don't stop this shit." Just if I get dropped, <laughs> you know. This is the last round, so yeah, but they both just throwing them. See, this feels like Usman's shot just have more on him. It's more accurate, and yeah, definitely just do more. Like there's bigger reaction out of Kobe when he gets hit. Yeah, they're tagging him. He shouldn't have shot. Nah, not right there. Because he didn't set it up or anything. He just went. Now that I see that, like, yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, because it seemed like he was doing better on the hands right there. You know, now you're trying to wear yourself out with this wrestling front headlock. Even though they got right back up, but yeah, it gets right back up and it just ready just seemed like it. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of just broke his momentum he had. Now he you're gaining. now you're zero for one on your takedowns in the last round when he could have been. You know what I mean? Could have kept it on the feet. Yeah, not even shot. Yeah, I think Kobe's the type of wrestler though, like where his volume, you know, like as far as takedowns, like like has to try and take you down ten times just to get you down twice and shit. You know, yeah. Or, you know, three. Like, even Lawler, I mean, you know, he didn't take him down. I mean, he was attempted, like, 20 fucking takedowns, you know? Right. That's his insane pace. And threw 500 strikes. You know, this. Good. <laughs> but, yeah, this, this was, it was a good fight. It wasn't as good, but we'll see what's next. Guys, about time for dip. Yeah, I gotta get over here to get this. Uh, the kids want Popeye, so. Oh, that sounds good right now, actually. I gotta get there before ten. <laughs> <laughs> get a chicken sandwich. And that's what they want. Yeah. Huh. That sounds good. It's funny because I was gonna, I was thinking about to get my son, like Benji likes that. Yeah. At least, at least we're able to get it for him. 
Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And not have to say no. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I ain't got it. You got to go get motherfucking hamburger help or something. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Some ramen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fucking shit, shit, motherfucking sugar toast. Yeah. With syrup. Yeah, man. So, that's the best part about it. Yeah, for sure, yep. Just be able to <laughs> give what we didn't have. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how I look at it. Rather knowledge or just whatever. Just being comfortable enough to, yeah, like you said, not say no, really. Yeah, because you know it's going to be shit. It's a whole lot of us, so... Was it five of us? So that's all you know. It's gonna be fifty some dollars. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, some even ass numbers. Yeah, see, round three, four. Uh, yeah, all the stats were right there. So I mean, it just is what it is. You know, yeah. you got to decisively beat the champion. You know, like I think. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you gotta take that's, it from that's, that's a fact. Should always be that way. Yeah. Always. Yep, shit. I don't even know what the fuck else we were gonna talk about, but. <laughs> Appreciate you. See what up. Yeah, appreciate you. Can't wait. Yes, sir. Next time. See what up with Bobby Green. Shit, we ain't just to talk about Max Holloway. Damn. Maybe I'll just throw in a little something right now. After. Yeah, for sure. Bouncy. Yeah, I was thinking I could talk to myself for a little bit like for about Max. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Max and Yair. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. Yeah. Once again, Schizo. Yeah. Coach J, Young J. L-O-V-E, P-W-G. Yes, sir. That's right. Hashtag love. All right, back to Schizo Radio. Um, yeah, um, so Coach Jay had a takeoff before we got to talk about Yair and Max Holloway fight coming up. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to really get into that too much. It's getting late, long day, but I'll just say it's going to be either the volume of Max Holloway basically against, excuse me, the volume of Max Holloway <clears throat> striking wise against the precision and power of explosiveness of Yair, like what what will reign supreme in that one? I mean, I'm thinking Holloway could like just smother him with volume, but I could also see Yair catching him with something like fight ending. Maybe I don't know. Max Holloway has a hell of a chin and tough as hell and tough as nails. Never gives up, so it's going to be a tough one. But for Yair, I don't. I don't think. Holloway's going to take that one, I think. That's what my opinion on that fight. But Yeah, I'll probably take that one. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, I'm out of here. I got to go to bed, rest up. I got UPS calling me in the morning to get my ass over there.
Bird.